Somebody just lift your hands and turn into God right now. That the lifting of our hands should be like the evening sacrifice. Somebody burst out in singing. It comes.
Welcome to the Hope Universe, a live podcast with the catalyst of becoming and your destiny midwife, Dr. Hosea Tagara. Get ready for transformation, reformation, and destiny explosion until you become. Thanks for tuning in. Sometimes we gotta lose ourselves to find our way. 
kingdom greetings kingdom greetings good morning good afternoon good evening in whichever time zone that we are reaching you in welcome to hope universe oh what a wonderful opportunity that we have tonight to come together and connect on this platform for prayer oh how many are excited to pray come on if you're excited show me in the comment section how many are excited to pray show me some fire show me some love in the comment section if you're excited for prayer sarabada sante katsaya Prayer has already start, started. Yes, that's more like it. I see some fire in the comment section. I see some engagements in the comment section. I see some love and some fire. Thank you so much. Welcome malicious. Welcome Messi. It's so good to see you in the comment section. I just want to encourage all of us to engage even as we are getting into this prayer session. Let's engage in the comment section whatever that you capture, whatever revelation that you capture just put it in the comment section. My God. It is those engagements which help us on this platform to uh it is those engagements that help us on this on this platform to 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 go up on this platform in the top 10 in the uh top 20 We are we are we are really uh targeting to go up on this platform. So we need those engagements. I just want to encourage you to share with somebody, share the link, tell somebody we are connected. Tell somebody Hope Universe is live. Hope universe is life if it means you're going to call somebody and tell them we are connected let's do that put it on your status call somebody tell them we are live oh how many are excited about this if you are excited make sure you tell somebody we are connected invite somebody share the link Let's share the link in the comment section. Let let me see you share sharing the link in the comment section. Let's share the link in the comment section. My god. If you are excited, tell somebody we are connected. That's right. Thank you Elizabeth. Thank you for sharing the link. Let's push our numbers a little bit. Let's push our numbers. Let's share the link and push our numbers. Thank you so much to our partners. 
all those who have been partnering with us we are grateful and we are thankful we thank god for you what a wonderful work that you are doing your support is important your partnership is important to us and we are grateful for that may god continually bless you and if you have not partnered with us i would encourage you to do so i would encourage you to consider to partner with us to push the gospel to spread the gospel many of us we can agree that surely the truth is being preached here the truth is being shared here many of us are benefiting from this vision so i would encourage you to partner oh my god as i am talking let's continue to share the link let's push the numbers let's push the numbers Oh thank you Veronica for those claps That's right thank you for the partnership and the contributions that you're making Welcome Agatha We're excited to have you tonight We just want to appreciate our father Bishop Osaya Tagara in the mai Did you appreciate you thank you so much for the work that you're doing Come on if you appreciate your father if you appreciate our father let's just show it in the comment section some love If you're saying we are not wasting your time something is changing in me Oh that's it say something nice in the comment section If you appreciate your father and your mother Bishop Wasaya Tagara and you say thank you you are not wasting your time show me some love show me some fire in the comment section Thank you so much Bishop for this vision we are grateful Without wasting much time we are just going to have one song And then from there we'll leave the floor to the bishop and you come in and bless us. As the song is coming just begin to pray wherever you are. Pray in the spirit. In Jesus mighty name. Salabada Santa Katsalabariato. Start 
Sato Lava Locomalida Zada Macabadia Zone Macalada de Sababa Lepra Soto Cobadia Zabada. If you are connected tonight, let me see some fire in the comment bar. If you are connected and you are ready to pray, let me see some fire in the comment bar. Who is connected tonight? Who is in my front row? Who is in the front row? Who is in the front row and ready, ready for an encounter with God in the Word of God? Who is ready for an encounter with God in the Word of God? Lezavado bako paradazoba something lekodasaya special prepared by God tonight. Let me check your expectation. Mako palazodaba. Yes, who is connected? Who is connected? Who is connected? Who is connected? Come on, be generous with your engagement. You don't pay for that. Be generous with your engagement. Come on, let me see you engage. Let me see you engage. Let me see you engage. Let me see you engage in the comment bar. Let me see you engage in the comment bar. Glory be to God. Come on, somebody. Let me see you engage like you really love to be here tonight. Let me see you participate like you love to be here. Like your grateful God is going to deposit a word in your spirit. Glory be to God. Praise the name of Jesus. Who is connected? La basonta kabadaya paradasaya. Attitude is everything. Your attitude in the presence will decide your spiritual altitude. Your attitude in the presence, your attitude towards instruction will decide how much God is going to raise you, lift you, and give you a test of His dimensions. Glory be to God. Tonight, somebody will tap into the dimensions of the Father. Tonight, somebody will be lifted by God. We're continuing with framing your world. Framing your world. It's good to see Joseph. It's good to see you, Apostle TM. It's good to see you, Letty. It's good to see you. Praise God. Let me see you in the comment bar like you love to be here tonight. Let me see you in the comment bar like you love it here. Like you love it here. If you are so excited, show me your joy. Show me your joy. Show, show me your joy. You see, you can't talk about the prophetic and future formation and people have closed the spirits. There's something about the prophetic that is attracted to joy and excitement. If I was God, I wouldn't bring you a word of good news if you give me an attitude about it. But I'm glad I'm not God. <laughs> Thank God I'm not God. There's something about joy and excitement and expectation that opens up the heavens that opens up the heavens and opens up your spirit and gets you ready for a matched up for a word that's matching up your life future formation glory be to god the formation of the future the formation of the future we touched on programming your future we touched on framing your world today we're talking about formation of the future how the future becomes a reality 
Praise the name of Jesus. How the future becomes reality. Praise the name of Jesus. So we're taking off right away. We are taking off right away. Glory be to God. You need to understand how the future is formed so that you can partake and participate together in cooperation with what God is doing in your life. Who is ready today? Who is ready today? Glory be to God. We read Hebrews 11, 3. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Life has different worlds and different people live in different worlds. I want to see your engagement continuously. Life has different worlds and different people have different and live in different worlds. Yes, you might be living in the same city, but in different worlds. Another one will be living in a world of poverty, and another one in a world of abundance, but in the same city. You can be in the same country, hmm. another one will live in abundance another one will live in struggle same country different worlds born by the same mother and father you can live in different worlds the children of israel lived in egypt after more after after the time of joseph and remember they all come together now to egypt and there was a place in Egypt called Goshen. The life in Goshen was different from life anywhere else outside Goshen. I want you to understand that it's possible to live in a country, but not let the economy of that country decide your economy. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Today I decree and declare over your life, Chipo, that your world shall not be decided by your country. <laughs> your world shall not be decided by the city that you are in. Your lifestyle shall not be decided by your circumstances. But Faith in the word of God is going to shape your world. My God. As kingdom people, your world should not be decided by your citizenship in this natural world. Your world should be decided by your faith in God. Your world should be decided by your faith in God. My God, I hear you, Holy Ghost. 
Is anybody connected here? Your life has different types, different faces, right? Which we can as well also call worlds. You have your financial world. You have your social world. You have your spiritual world. You have your health, your career. The word of God should frame every aspect of your world. Your arrangement of things. The state of affairs in your life has to be decided by the word of God. My God. My God. Now listen, when God speaks, he builds the worlds. When God speaks, he builds the world. Now what that means is when God starts speaking, it means there's something he's building in your life. Each time you expose yourself to the word of God, you are exposing yourself to the eternal construction. Heaven construction system is connected to the word of God. Whatever God wants to build, he builds by his word. So take note of this. When God speaks, he builds worlds. When God speaks, he builds worlds. Any area of your life that is collapsing can be tracked to a lack, a deficiency, or a disregard of a word God has spoken. Any area of your life that is not being built can be tracked to a word from God that you lack or you ignored you despised or you missed glory be to god when god speaks he builds i pray for you today that you will not miss the voice of god in your life for any season i pray for you that you will not miss the voice of god in your life for any year of your life I pray for you that you will not miss the voice of God any month. I pray that you will not be deceived by demons, evil spirits, and the spirit of doubt to disregard a word from God. Because the word God speaks is targeted to build a certain area of your life. And if you ignore the building word of God, the word God is speaking to build you, then that area of your life can be collapsed by the enemy. But I declare that shall not be your portion. Your personal life shall be built. Your relationships shall be built. In the name of Jesus, your marriage shall be built. In the mighty name of Jesus. Build up on your most holy faith. Faith in the word of God. Let me see fire in the comment bar if you are hearing me. The word of God alters reality. The word of God has power to change your natural reality. The word of God has power to change your natural reality. Barako Sotola Badaya.
The word of God alters your reality. I'm going to take it a bit deeper there. Many of you, what you call reality, is the lowest, shallow, poor level of reality. Truth exists in four levels. In other words, there are four levels of reality. Who is ready for this? There are four levels of reality that you need to understand. This is how the future is formed. There are four levels of reality. The first level of reality is the reality of the things that are in the heart and in the mind of God. The highest level of reality is what is in the heart and mind of God. That is the highest level of reality. What is in the heart and in the mind of God. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. But how did that happen? Every reality known and unknown was in God in the beginning. Every reality known and unknown was in God in the beginning. There was no mountain. Mountains were in God. Shadabad. There was no valley. Valleys were in God. There was no oceans. Oceans were in God. And God began to speak. Right? God begins, begins to speak. You need to understand this. So, through the spoken word of God, realities that are in God are released into the natural realm. Uh, not in the natural realm. Firstly, into the spiritual realm. Through the spoken word of God, the spiritual realities, the thoughts of God, which are reality in God. God's thoughts are not thoughts in God. They are realities in God. But when God begins to speak out his thoughts, his thoughts become reality but in the invisible world. That leads us to the second level of reality. The second level of reality is the reality of the things that are in the spirit realm, in the invisible realm. That is the second level of reality. So the highest level of reality is what is in the mind and in the heart of God. And second highest level of reality is the reality of the things that are in the invisible realm, in the spirit realm. And then the third level of reality is the reality of what is in the heart, in the mind of man. Okay? That is the third level of reality. So, this is what happens. God speaks and he releases realities into the invisible spirit realm. First Corinthians chapter number 2 teaches us that there are things which no eye has seen. There are things which no ear has heard, which God has prepared for those who love him. So, the world, listen to this, there is more to your life than what you can see. There is more 
to your life than what you have had. There is more to your life than what you have thought. There are higher levels of possibilities and realities that are still in the invisible realm. Right? It's good to see you. Mr. Mafumo, God bless you. So there are higher levels of reality that are still in the invisible realm. So when human beings now become spiritual and become mature spiritually and wise spiritually through prayer, through meditation and through hearing the word of God, we have access to realities and possibilities that are in the invisible realm. Most of the greatest innovators that I have looked into, studied, and met in person, they are people who don't only follow noisy places. You see, many people who are not so sure of who they are and how rich they are inside, they are even scared of having time alone. I want you to understand that there is power and value in having time alone and time out. You, yourself, with God. And you begin through meditation to tap into the spirit realm, through meditation to tap into the invisible realm, to tap into God. People who have time to tap into God through prayer, through meditation, through the study of God's word, have an opportunity to tap into ideas, into revelations, inspirations, that people that love to be surrounded by people making noise cannot be able to tap into. See, this is the principle about atmospheres. When you are in an atmosphere where people and every Jack and Jew is talking, it's difficult for you to tap into a realm beyond the atmosphere where you are hearing noises. Sometimes you need to be away from the noise, away from the noise, away from the noise, away from voices of people so that you are able to hear what God is saying. You let your spirit be still and know that God is God. Some of you, your life is too noisy. One of the, one of the strategies of the enemy is to put a lot of noise around you so that you will not be able to hear the voice of God that connects you to destiny and to the pathway of the future that God has ordained for you. You need to watch out that God does not bring certain people that are just gongs of noise around you who are meant to bring noise in your world so that you can miss the voice of God. Watch out for noise. That's a rema word for somebody. That's a rema word. God is saying, watch out for noise. Noise. Demonic agencies. Demonic people that God brings in your journey to destiny so that they can create noise around you. Huh? They can create religious noise around you. Watch out for religious noise around you. Watch out for relational noise around you watch out because it might cause you to miss the voice of god praise the name of jesus 
So when you meditate on the word of God, you spend time in prayer. And you spend time in the right atmospheres where God is talking. You are able to tap into higher levels of realities. What I'm teaching here is, that is the third level of reality is what is in the mind of man. So what God speaks is released into the invisible realm. So either from the heart and mind of God, God speaks a word into your mind and spirit. Or from the heart and mind of God, God releases realities into the invisible realm. And through imaginations, oh this is deep, through imagination we are able to perceive realities that God has put in the invisible realm. I will repeat that. Through imagination, we are able to tap into realities that God has put in the invisible realm. Number two, through thinking, we are able to tap into realities that God has put in the invisible realm. I want you to understand that thinking and imagination are spiritual realities. They are spiritual activities. They are powerful spiritual activities. Oh, am I teaching somebody here? Am I teaching somebody here? Thinking and imagination are powerful spiritual activities, in case you did not know. Thinking and imaginations are powerful spiritual realities. That's why Ephesians chapter number 3, verse number 20 teaches us that now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly far above all that we can think, ask, or imagine. Asking is what you might regard as prayer. But how about imagination and thinking? Do you realize that the scriptures put prayer, imagination, and thinking on the same pedestal as equal and similar platforms from which God can be able to manifest his power and his ability to perform? Many of you value your prayers, but you disregard your thinking. You value your prayers, but you disregard your imaginations. Many of us, we were taught religiously to value our prayers, but we don't watch our thinking. So our prayers are very rich, but our thinking is very poor. Our prayers are very rich, but our imaginations are very poor. It doesn't help for you to pray powerful prayers of declaring, you know, powerful prosperous future great destiny and yet you are continually imagining yourself broke battered bound divorced rejected living under a bridge you see your imaginations have power to cancel your prayers oh come on holy ghost your imaginations have power to cancel your prayers I just said that. <laughs> I just said that. Your thoughts have power to cancel your prayers. Your thoughts have power to nullify your prayers. After praying, your prayers should actually change the way you think. After praying, your prayers should actually change the way you imagine. And the vice versa is true. Your thoughts should also affect the way you pray. Your thoughts should also affect the way you imagine. And also, the inverse is also true. Your imaginations should affect 
your prayers and inspire your prayers. Your imaginations should inspire, inspire your thought patterns. These are the three key areas you need to master and to be in control of if you are going to participate and partner with God in the formation of your future. I'm teaching on framing your world. How do you frame your world? Right? These three are very important. I am quoting Ephesians 3 and 20 here. Right? God can do exceedingly abundantly far above all that you can think, ask, or imagine. Those three words are very powerful. Think, ask, imagine. Think, ask, imagine. They are powerful pillars upon which your future is going to be formed. Your thinking, your asking, which is your prayers, and your imaginations, they determine how your future is being formed right now. Today, who you are today, now watch, watch what I'm saying. If you, uh, uh, you want to follow me, look at this, I'll give you the proof. Who you are today is a result of your, is a byproduct of who you are in these areas. The prayers you have made, the thinking, the thoughts you have thought, the thinking you have done, and the imaginations you have had. These are the three powerful pillars that have shaped where you are today. The prayers you have prayed, which is your asking. The thoughts you have thought, which is your thinking, your imaginations, these three things are powerful pillars that have shaped your future to death. If you are going to change your future and walk into the future that God has ordained for you, you need to watch these three areas of your life. How is your asking? How is your, what is the quality of your prayers? Hello? What is the quality of your prayers, mercy? What is the quantity of your prayers? Your quantity, the quantity and the quality of your prayers is shaping and forming your future. Joy, the, your, 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 the quality and the quantity of your prayers you do not have because you do not ask. Huh? You do not have because you do not ask. In other words, the quantity of your prayers are lacking, are found wanting. You do not have because you do not ask. So the quantity of your prayers is being found wanting. And then it goes on to say, when you ask, you ask wrongly. That means the quality of your prayers as well is deciding what you have and what you don't have. So your future is formed on the platform of your asking, your thinking. As a man thinketh, so is he. As a woman thinks, so is he. So the quality of your future is decided by the quality of your thinking. Then your imaginations are like. So watch these three key areas of your life. They are prophetic power pillars upon which your future is being formed right now. Guess what? Your future is taking shape right now. Your future is being cooked right now. Right now as I'm talking to you. Your future is being cooked. And not in a weird, uh, miraculous way. By the thoughts you are making, by the imaginations you have, by the prayers you pray, you are forming and shaping your future. Let me see fire in the comment bar if you are still following me. Let me see fire in the comment bar if this is helping you. My God. 
my god my god my god my god my god let me see fire in the comment but if somebody is being delivered here if somebody's eyes are being opened have you ever asked yourself a question why is that many christians irregardless of the much prayers and the many religious activities and weird things we do in the name of god there are certain things that don't change why is it that unbelievers even seem to be getting it right and better than even believers i am i'm not a, a man of god who is easily offended i investigate and learn and ask god questions and look into god pray about things and research issues and i observe i will tell you many of us have been beaten by even sons of darkness and unbelievers because we pray but our thinking and our imaginations are very limited this is the reason why god releases a prophetic word when god speaks and releases a prophetic word he's trying to frame our world some of you the frame of your world is too small how many of you know that frames are of different sizes Shadabaka. frames are of different sizes so with picture frames you have got a a a four a four is the size of a of a book of a of a of a um, uh, what do you call it an exercise book that is an a four right two a fours they make an a three right two a fours they make an a three and two a threes make an a two and two a twos make an a one and two a ones make an a zero these are sizes of frames by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of god listen to me some of you some of you the frame of your world is too small and the reason why god speaks is because he wants to reframe your world and increase it god speaks to reframe our world increase the dimensions of our world so some of you you are children of god you are born again yes but you're thinking your thinking needs reframing that's why god now comes to abraham and sarah when their frame is small he says to abraham come out of the tent look into the sky if you can number the stars of the sky so shall be your children what is god doing by this word he is framing the world of abraham by his word oh i'm teaching here you're welcome shelly praise god so 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 god brings abraham from under a tent because the frame of his world was limited he shows him an unlimited expanse of the sky with innumerable stars and he says if you can number that he gives abraham a reference oh i feel the holy ghost he gives abraham a reference of innumerable things in unlimited space so that he can expand his frame a frame speaks of the borders of something so if a picture has a picture frame the picture frame marks the borders of that picture by faith we understand that the world was framed by the word of god oh yeah 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 in other words what is possible in your world 
is not supposed to be decided by how educated you are. What is possible in your world and what you can have in life and where you can go in life, what you can achieve in life is not supposed to be decided by anything else but by the word of God. So what is possible with the word of God should be possible with you. Uh, yeah. What God says is possible. In your world, it should be possible if you let the word of God frame your world. Oh yeah, bazo commander bazaar. So with God, all things are possible. That means when you allow the word of God to frame your world, what God says is possible becomes possible with you. In this season, may God give you an agitation. May God give you a restlessness. May God give you a dislike of entertaining and fellowshipping with people that have been trimming your world. This is what I hear the Holy, God is, the Holy Spirit is saying. There are some people who come in your world to trim your world and make it smaller. They come in your world to trim your world. They tell you this can be done, this can be done, you can do this, you can do this, we can't achieve this, we are not able to do this. There are people whose vocabulary is just negative and is just limiting. They are specialists at explaining why things cannot be done. Those people are not healthy for your life. Oh yeah, Shabaka Mandaza, Riblandozobaka. With God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. By faith, we understand that the world, the world was framed by the word of God. Let me see fire in the comment bar if this is hot. This is blessing you. Let me see fire in the comment bar. Mm. When God speaks, He's framing your world. Mazodaba. <laughs> I know this is riveting truth. This is shaking and this is stretching you. But I'm not stopping anytime soon on this. God doesn't need years to change your world. God doesn't need years to change the world. God needs a word to change your world. I said God does not need years to change your world. He needs a word to change your world. Do you know speaking like I'm doing right now? Someone will hear something that I'm saying. Someone will hear this message. And just this message alone. Do you know that it can change your world if you allow it? This word, just this message I'm teaching. God doesn't need 40 years to change your world. He needs a word. By faith we understand that the world was framed by the word of God. <laughs> some of you that are listening to me, one day you will live to remember. You will live to remember how this word 
would have changed your life. Shakabada. So God does not need years, Veronica, to change your world. He needs a word. If you can give God a moment in the world, you are providing a possibility to change your world. If you give God a moment in the world, you are providing a possibility to change your world. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Saying no to God is one of the unwisest things that you can ever do. Saying no to God is one of the unwisest things that you can ever do. Saying no to God is one of the unsafest things you can ever do. How can God fight for you in a place of disobedience? Huh? How can God prosper you in a place of disobedience? Saying no to God is one of the... I know, I'm, I'm just saying the least of words and the most... Uh, decent words I can use. But I want you to understand that saying no to God is one of the unwisest things you can ever do. You are never safe saying no to God. Ask Jonah. You are never safe. You are not safe with creation if you live in a world of no to God. Zevradoba. You are unsafe with creation because creation can react against you if you develop a habit of disobeying and saying no to God. Do I still have people here? <laughs> Secondly, you are not safe with the humanity. Do you know why? Because creation was, was created to conflict. To listen and to obey to God's word. Creation is created in such a way that it obeys God's word. That's why the storm and the wind began to bellow and blow violently when Jonah chose to go contrary to God's assignment and purpose because creation is groaning as in labor pains, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Most of what we are seeing today, which we are scientifically calling climate change, where whatever. Uh, you call it what you want to call it. Some of this is actually nature reacting to the disobedience of humanity. It's nature groaning that where are the obedient sons of God? That's a story for another day. If you live in a realm of disobedience to God, you are not even safe with yourself. Oh my God. Do you know that if you live in a world of disobedience with God, if you develop a culture, a habit, and a character of disobeying and ignoring God's voice, you are not even safe with yourself. What God does is that if you develop a tendency of being full of pride, rejecting the word of God, not listening to divine instruction, 
God will leave you to self-deception. He will leave you to self-deception. And when you are under self-deception, you don't need anyone to harm you. You don't need anyone to put you at risk. You are a risk to yourself. Self-deceived people are a risk to their own lives. Oh my God. Self-deceived people are a risk to their own lives. And demons love demons love it when you keep prolonging your no. Demons love it when you keep disobeying God. Satan loves it when you keep disobeying God. Satan loves it. Loves it when you keep disobeying the word of God. Listen to me. The future is revealed to you in chunks of promises. God reveals the future to you in chunks of promises. And when you say no, and you doubt the word of God, and you disbelieve the word of God, all the promises of God are yes and amen. And when you doubt God's promises, you are erasing portions of coming attractions. When you doubt God's promises, you are deleting portions of coming attractions. When you doubt God's prophetic word, you are deleting portions of the coming future. Is this blessing somebody? Let me see. Let me see in the comment bar if this is blessing somebody. <laughs> Let me see activity in the comment bar. Otherwise, I'm going to stop now. I'm going to stop now. I'm going to stop now. I want to see if I'm talking to the right people today. I want to see if I'm talking to the right people. God bless every one of you who is giving now. God bless you, every one of you who is sowing, every one of you who is giving. God bless you. I want you to understand something. The devil likes it when you keep saying no to God. The devil likes it when you keep unintentionally, knowingly and willingly disobeying God. Now, let me drop this bomb. Divine instructions from God should be obeyed in the timing that God wants them to be obeyed. Delayed obedience is as good as disobedience. Delayed obedience, willing and intentional delayed obedience. Willing and intentional delayed obedience is as good as disobedience. When Abraham was spoken to by God to go to the mountains of Moriah and offer Isaac as a sacrifice, the Bible says early the next morning, early the next morning, Abraham rose up and started off. Early the next morning. Certain people they don't really, the devil does not say to you, don't no, disobey God, don't listen. Now, you will say, don't worry, you will do it later. There is no hurry in Africa. You will do it later, there is no hurry in the world. You know? You will, you will pray later. You will pray tomorrow. You will read the word of God tomorrow. Don't worry, you will, you will give. I, I didn't say don't give. That's the devil talking. 
I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say don't give. Give, you can give next month. Don't type. Don't worry about it. You would do it when you have more. This is the, so he postpones your obedience. Be careful of postponed obedience because you might miss God's seasons. You might miss God's Kairos moment. You might miss God's now moment. There are certain openings that God opens and you have to enter right there and there as God opens. The things I'm teaching are deep and many, I pray that many of you will be able to understand. I pray that many of you will be able to understand. How many of you know what I know? You see, how many of you know what I'm saying? Do you know even opportunities? There are certain opportunities that God will open for you and he will speak to you and say, enter through that door. And if the devil wants to sabotage your future, he will delay your obedience to enter that door. By the time you want to enter, the door will be closed. Certain opportunities should be seized in the lifetime of that opportunity. I repeat, certain opportunities should be seized in the lifetime of that opportunity. Every opportunity is not eternal. Every opportunity is not, will not always be there. Every opportunity has its own lifetime. The fact that you still have a longer lifetime to live doesn't mean that the opportunity is going to live as long as you will live. Certain opportunities you have to walk in obedience immediately to the door that God has opened for you. Opportunities are not eternal. They have got a finite lifetime. And certain opportunities, you have to enter into them. I'll share with you a story. Many years ago, God brought a certain powerful man in my life. He's originally from Czech Republic and was an American. We met in Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia and this man just loved me. He loved me. And he offered me a lot of incredible things. But I'll tell you something. Some of the things I need help on and I needed help later on in my life, this man had offered them to me. And then I realized that, you know what? God was way ahead of me. He gave me somebody who was years ahead of me to be a midwife to what God wanted me to walk into as a future. God had given me a midwife for my future. But I was slow to perceive it. I was slow to discern it. Guess what? By the time I started looking for him, trying to connect with him, it was too late. It was too late. I'm talking about a global icon. A global icon. Certain opportunities should never be missed. There are people that God will bring in your path and you, through familiarity, you let the opportunity pass, you will cry in the future. I'm talking about the power of obedience, timeless obedience. Delayed obedience will cause you to miss your opportunity. The weight of what you do, or listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying right now, 
the weight of what you do for God is not in what you do, but in doing it when God says do it. I will repeat this. The weight of what you do for God is not in what you are doing or what God says do, but in when are you doing it and you are doing it because God said do it. When you do the same thing outside the time God wants you to do it, not in the place God says do it, the thing might still be the same, but in the spirit realm, it will not have the same weight. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Am I teaching somebody? Is, some, is, is someone's eyes being opened? Who says my eyes are being opened to some stuff here? Who says my eyes are being opened? It's not in... It's not all about... Uh, fulfilling the obligation. You know, Anna, I did it anyway. I did it. Yes, you did the same thing. But when did you do it? When did you do it? Is it when God said you were supposed to do it? The weight of what you do is in your timeless obedience. The weight of what you do is in your timeless obedience. Do you know that timeless obedience is so powerful that when you do what God wants you to do in the time God wants you to do, the weight of your willingness to obey can even be so powerful that God might not even allow you to do what he had instructed you to do. Oh my God. I don't know if I'm teaching somebody. Let me repeat myself. The willingness to timelessly obey is so powerful that when God sees how timelessly obedient you are, the weight of that in the spirit might even cause God to even say, no, don't do it now. I already seen your obedience. Obedience is a function of time. There is a when to obedience there is a what to obedience there is a how to obedience it's very important for you to understand when god gives you instruction what is god saying when is god saying it's supposed to be done how is god saying i should do it so you do it the way god says you must you must do it god said to noah Build this ark according to the pattern that I've shown you. It's not a matter of just building the ark. But what pattern has God shown you? Moses, build this tabernacle according to the pattern that I've shown you. So when God gives, especially for some of you that God favors. Especially for some of you that God favors. To actually tell you how you are supposed to do it. And what you are supposed to do. And when you are supposed to do it. Mashata Kabada. The devil likes you prolonging your no. Pulling your legs. 
as if our times are in our hands. Praise the name of Jesus. God help us. Now listen to this. Until you say yes to God and to the purpose of God, clarity can never come to your life. Until you say yes to God's instructions, until you say yes to what God wants to be done, there is a certain clarity that can never come. You see, many of us want everything to be clear so that we can say yes to God. It doesn't work like that. You just say yes and then clarity will come. Mana <laughs> mazoba. Many people want clarity before they say yes. But God doesn't work like that. We want the facts. We want the evidence before we say yes. But you see, when you have evidence for it, you don't need faith for it. You can't have faith for what you see. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. It is the substance of things not hoped for. So many people love clarity first before they say yes to God. But according to God's principles, you say yes first and that clarity will come. There are some of you who are seeking clarity on particular issues. You are seeking clarity concerning your finances. You are seeking clarity concerning your financial life. God, what? You are seeking clarity. Clarity can only come after you say yes to God. You don't have to first say yes. You don't have to first see clarity and have evidence. And then you say yes to God. There is no more room for faith there. Faith believes the word of God. Remember we are talking about how by faith our world is framed by the word of God. How does the word of God frame our world? God speaks. And God does not speak to give us evidence. God speaks to give us faith. Faith becomes the evidence of what we are hoping for and what we are believing God for. So you don't need clarity. Clarity comes by obedience. God says to Abraham in Genesis chapter number 12, come out of your country, your relatives, and your people. Go to a land that I will show you. When you get there, I will bless you. Abraham did not have to see a map of where he was going. He did not need a GPS of where he was going. He did not even have Google or Google Earth to check if the place because God didn't even, he didn't even give him the name of the place. He just, he just said, I will show you that, that place. And when you get there. So in other words, there is a place without a GPS, which, which name you don't, have, uh, you don't even know. But you have to get to that place. And when you get to that place, I'll bless you. So Abraham, if he's walking by sight, he will start looking. Is there a place like that on Google Earth? Is there anything like that which God has spoken? And now, if Abraham is going to look for Google Earth evidence and check on YouTube to verify what God is saying, he is not going to say yes to God. But God demanded that Abraham say yes even before there was clarity. And as you walk in your steps of obedience timelessly, clarity begins to come. The Bible says, Oh, yeah, you got to love this. You got to love this now. My God, my God, my God. 
you got to love this. Your word is a lamp to my feet. Is a, is, your word is a, is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Your word, which frames the word of God, is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Come on now. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The word of God is a lamp. It's not a floodlight. Hmm? The word of God is not a floodlight. It's a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. So in other words, you don't have to look for clarity all the way before you say yes. You walk in the light of the word that you got. When God instructs you, you might not understand everything. But if you have understood the instruction, obey the instruction. That is how you walk in the light of God's word. That is how you walk in the lamp of the word of God. A lamp. A lamp does not light a kilometer ahead. It only lights where you can see a few places to step on. A few feet. And you have to walk those feet for the lamp to guide you further. Your world is not going to be formed and framed and manifested all at once. It's a step at a time. A step at a time. As you take a step of obedience, clarity comes. As you take a step of obedience, clarity comes. As you take a step of obedience, clarity comes. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. There's some of you that need clarity about destiny. And sometimes God does not come and talk to you about destiny when you are asking clarity about destiny. He comes and he gives you an instruction about something. And as you obey that instruction, he begins to bring clarity to destiny. Clarity is behind your next act of obedience. That's a rhema word. That's a prophetic word for somebody. The clarity you are looking for is in your next step of obedience. I repeat. The clarity that you are looking for is in your next step of obedience. It is in the instruction that God has already given you. That you are waiting to obey. As you obey that instruction, there is clarity that is going to come. About your career. About your business. Some of you are wondering, how do I get my company takeoffs? How do I break forth into my next level in life? Clarity is in the instruction that God has given you. In other words... If you want to know that God is getting ready to give me clarity, is he not giving you some instructions? Is he not telling you to do something? And that thing does not have to look connected to what you want clarity about. Any instruction God gives you brings a dimension of light and clarity. Oh my God. My God. Am I teaching right here? Am I teaching, am I teaching somebody? Oh my God, this is good word. I love your word, Holy Ghost. I love your word. Who, who is enjoying this word? Who's been? I know it's shaking, it's deep, it's challenging, but this is the diet. This is the diet of they that make an impact in their future. Hmm. My God, my God, my God. My God, my God, my God. This word is not a word to dance. It's a word that you have to apply in your life. It's a word that you have to find a way of applying it immediately. What instruction has God given you? In your prayers, what did God whisper to you in the morning? 
What did God say to you last night, last week? When you obey that instruction, clarity comes. My God. Lazada Bakabada. Zepera Sotokobada. Manda Bakasa. Mando Sokobada Ziabada. My helping someone here. Listen to me as I begin to touch down and land. Your highest expectation is still very low compared to what God is getting ready to do for you. Your highest expectation is still very low compared to what God is getting ready to do. Stop playing the anxiety game. Stop entertaining yourself in that place of fear, anxiety, wara, wara, wara. Trust in the word of God. Trust in God's word. By faith we understand that the world was stemmed by the word of God. Rise up as a woman of faith. Rise up as a man of faith. Without clarity. How about a testimony of saying, I started my company. I started my company with these little mega resources, not knowing what the future was going to be like, but I believed God. There are great dreams that have never seen the light of day because they were meant to be given to people of faith. But the people who received those visions and dreams chose to walk by sight. Rule, the Lord says, there is a great destiny that he has in store for you. There is a great future ahead of you. But you see, sight is not going to cut it. You cannot walk by sight into the future that God has in store for you. It's a future that can only be attained by faith and believing God. I'm talking to you, Ruth, today. God says I should tell you that what God has in store for you, there is no amount of evidence that can undergird your confidence and your belief that it will be possible. It can only be by faith. Rise up as a man of faith. Rise up as a woman of faith. Believe God. Hmm. I would rather die believing Shakabada, than live in doubt. Oh, I would rather die believing than seek to live and spare my life in doubt. Personally, there's something about my life. Each time I have nothing of faith that is that is stretching me and I'm reaching out for, I feel like I'm dying, even if I'm comfortable in my life. Each time I start to live my life in comfort from a place of when i say comfort i don't mean there's anything wrong having comfort i'm talking about when there's a comfort i'm talking about a comfort where there is nothing you are believing god for that's a dead place right there they just shall live by faith if you are a believer and there is nothing that is challenging you to trust god then you are dying Oh, come on, come on, come on, hope universe. Come on, hope universe. Is somebody hearing me? They just 
He said, the just shall live by faith. The just, Valeri, shall live by faith. So the day you stop believing God and reaching out to God and trusting God for something bigger than you, then you are dying. Right there, you are beginning to die. You are not going to die the day you die. You start dying the day you stop believing. You don't dare. Nobody, believers don't die the day they die. Believers die the day they stop believing. I know your finances, you are comfortable. You are not worried about rent right now. You are not worried about school fees because you can afford. You are not worried about your bond because you are covered. You are not worried about much. But listen, you are dying. You are dying. If you are not reaching out to God, trusting out, trusting God for something, you are dying. They just shall live by faith. If you're going to walk into the future that God has ordained for you, yeah, 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 you better learn to believe God. If you're going to walk into the future that God has ordained for you, some of the most tremendous miracles and breakthroughs I have seen in the nations, they began with a crazy step of faith where you step out, you don't know nobody, you're going nowhere. I remember after finishing college when God began to speak to me, that it's time for you to step out into the nations. I was actually at a, at a, camp, uh, at a campsite in Chinoy called Majika Dei Dem there. And, uh, and while we were there, it was a camp of university students. And the Lord began to speak to me as I was praying, getting ready to go to minister. He said, you are going to Zambia this month. You are going to Zambia. I did not know anybody in that country. I did not know nobody in that country. I told my friends I was praying with that I will be going to Zambia and five of them decided to come with me to go to a country where I don't know, where I don't know anybody. We did not have money for air tickets that time. We could not afford air tickets and we jumped onto a bus going to a country which we have never been, which we know nobody. We don't even know what God wants us to go and do there. All we had was an instruction from God to go to Zambia. Look at what God does. As we land at the road port where the buses, international buses stop, we found a certain lady, woman of God, waiting for us there, who says, we were praying with my mother. And God told us that there are missionaries that are coming, and there are six of them. There are missionaries that are coming here, and we have to receive you. The lady she was calling a mother was a woman who had a master's degree in Sweden. God called her from Sweden. She had never been married, never known a man. Called her from Sweden back to Zambia to start an orphanage. And this woman was staying in an orphanage with this particular prayerful woman. One prayerful woman that I've never, I've never met a woman like that all my life. They took us Shande Bakabab. And they had actually rented a house in a place called Avondale in Lusaka. They had rented a house in a place called Avondale in Lusaka for us. We went there. Every morning, they would bring groceries for us. 
for all the stay we were in that particular country. I want you to understand. That was the beginning. I remember during that time we went at the University of Zambia and we were doing so winning there and we connected with Campus Crusade for Christ people and we were reaching out to people, winning souls and doors began to open one after another. One day I went with my friends. We went into town and we went to the tallest building in Lusaka at that time. It was called Findeco House. Those in Lusaka, you might know what I'm talking about. There is a building called Shindoko House. And when we went there, it was by instruction from the Holy Ghost. We left the house where we were lodging. And I said to my friends, God has given me an instruction. We are going right into the city center. When we get to the city center, we have to find the highest building in town. And when we got there, I went to the security guard and I said, God said I should pray from the roof of that building. What a crazy instruction. Who says that? And guess what? The security guide said, that's fine. I went on top of that building and I began to pray prophetically. And I said, God, I thank you for this nation. Listen to me. Later, on the foot of that building, there is a theater. That a movie house, an old movie house that became a theater. Eventually, a lunch hour, years later, started under the foot of that particular tall building. And for years, every year, twice a year minimally, I would travel for an international conference to that particular, to the foot of that particular building. And I remember I was actually pre preaching at one conference at the foot of that particular building. Oh, you better, you better get this. You better, you better hear this now. And one man from Congo DRC was in that conference. He didn't talk to me. Afterwards, he left and he went back to Congo. He went and got that pastor's fraternal was there. He says, there is a young man who God is using. I met him in Zambia. I don't know him. I never spoke to him. But we can find his contacts in Zambia. Let us come together and invite him to come to Congo. Before I know it, I have a ticket booking and an invitation to come for conference and revival meetings in the DRC. One door led to another. What happened? There was no clarity. There was an instruction. I listened to that instruction. And here is the sweet part of the testimony. Kabadazoba. The day I finally knew that this is the woman I am supposed to marry, I had taken another team again back to Zambia. And there was a conference at the foot of that tall building. And my eyes were open and I saw my wife. I want you to understand. I want you to understand that it pays to take heed to divine instructions. Ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost. You got to stop listening to your. To, you, you have to stop being stubborn. You have to stop being stubborn. Stubbornness is the worship of your opinion. Stubbornness is the worship of your opinion. You remain stubborn, you sabotage your destiny. Stubbornness is the worship of your opinion. When God speaks, the wise listen. Stubbornness is the worship of your opinion. When God speaks, the wise listen. 
I'm done for today. <laughs> I want to pray with some people here. Rabebeke sata la badaza. La brazoko pata badada zobaka. Stubbornness is the worship of your opinion. God is a great future for you. He resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Mando zokopadaba. Laba zokopadaba. Zebado zokopada. God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. The future is forming. The future is forming. My God, the future is forming. The future is forming. The future is forming. The future is taking shape. In moments like these, the future is taking shape. Labrado Zokobada. In moments like these, the future is taking shape. My God, my God, my God, my God. In moments like this, the future is taking shape. Ladabazokobada. In moments like this, the future is taking shape. In moments like this, the future is taking shape. This is your season. This is your time. I said, this is your season. This is your time. This is your season. And this is your time. My God, my God, my God. This week, God gave me the liberty to instruct you to partner with what He's doing in the nations. And I gave people an opportunity. Yes, even though it does not make sense, this is your season. Your world is framed by the word of God. God gave me the liberty to instruct you to partner with what he is doing. 22 to 26, among many other, I will be in Egypt, Cairo, boots on the ground. My soul will be on that land. My voice will be in that atmosphere. And God says I should give people an opportunity who want to sow into that particular tree. Who want to sow? You want to sow? Who wants to sow? Who says I have an instruction from God? I want to participate. I want to part. I want to participate with with you. I want to go with you. I want to send you. I want to participate in this program. I want to sow a seed. I want to give an opportunity to people that are saying, I want to sow a, a, a seed. I want to sow a seed towards that Egypt tree. Mando Sokopadaya. Let me see your hand. Faith. Ladraba Sokopadaya. Zevando Sokopadaziada. Faith. There is a new beginning coming to your life. Eight is the number of new beginnings. Faith, are you listening to me? Lebradozo Kopada. Faith, are you listening to me? Faith, are you listening to me? 
There is a new beginning coming to your life. And eight is the number of new beginnings. Do you want me to give you an instruction as I hear it in my spirit? La doso komanda zoba. Lo trabazova dia kan bezoto bala. Mando zoko pela dia zaba. Leza daba kaba dia zobo koba dia zaya. Mando soto lobo komanda zaba. Mando soko bada. Would you love to make your seed 888 runs? Would you love to make your seed 888 runs? Would you love to make your seed 888 runs? God bless you as you do so. Labrazoko badaziadaha, sateke badaba. Mando soko pradezaba, mando boko. There is a new beginning coming to your life. There is a new beginning coming to your life. There is a new beginning. I declare a new beginning. I declare a new beginning. I declare a new beginning. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Spirit of the Living God. Thank you, Spirit of the Living God. Thank you, Spirit of the Living God. I see a new beginning. I see a new beginning. I see a side of a mountain, as it were, that is bent. You know, like farmers would bend their fields in readiness for rain that is coming. And then suddenly, when the first rains come, that bent area suddenly becomes the first to become green. Your life is like a field that was bent, not attractive in the months prior, but there is a new beginning. There is a quick new beginning. It shall not be, it shall not be as it was. God is beginning a new season. There is a fresh beginning. There is a fresh beginning. Oh my God, I see rain. Former rain, former rain, let it rain, former rain, let it rain. Santa Kabadiazaba. The month of November and the month of December shall be your months of recovery. Shada. November and December shall be your months of recovery. Your 60 days from where we are standing are considered. Your 60 days from where we are standing are configured in the name of Jesus. Lebra dozoko badaza. Lebra tosoko badiazaba. Ledra bazokoba. I see. Um, could the night there say $30 by next week? Glory be to God. We'll get you, we'll help you get the details. God bless you. Mando zoko badazaya. Dalezoko padazubada. In the name of Jesus, Ru, God bless you for your seed of 200 friends. God bless you. Barozoko Badiazaya, God bless you for your obedience. Let there be clarity. Let there be clarity. Let there be clarity to the issues that you are seeking and petitioning God about. Veronica, Kulazaya, may your cup overflow. 
May your cup overflow. May your cup overflow in the name of Jesus. Lezofraduzakaba. In the name of Jesus. My God, my God, my God. Mantosokobada. Those who need details, you might need pay uh, world remit details paypal details mukuru details western union details direct bank account details get hold of um our team on those numbers get hold on of our team on those numbers glory be to god glory be to god behind your last act of obedience is a new level behind your act of obedience is a new level when you obey god behind your act of obedience I'm not talking about what somebody is forced to do I'm talking about what someone hears God and believes God is saying and they obey my God, my God, my God, my God, my God Father, we bless you. Father, we bless you. Father, we bless you. Lebra dozoko badaya. If you have not followed Hope Universe, I need you to click on the hosts right there. I want you to click on the host if you have not followed Hope Universe. I need you to, to click right there and follow so that you are able, so that you are able to get a notification right now because I want to pray for some people here. I sense a very strong prophetic action. I want to pray for some people for a few more minutes. Praise God. I want to pray for some people for a few more minutes. Glory be to God. Who still feels like praying? Who still feels like praying? Glory be to God. I still want to pray for a few more people here. Glory be to God. We want to pray for you. 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 Praise the name of Jesus. I want to speak a word. The future is for me. So click on Hope Universe if you have not followed. Click on Hope Universe. Praise the name of Jesus. Click on Hope Universe. Joanna, I have a word for you. 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 I see a giant standing on a door where you are supposed to enter. I see a giant standing on a door where you're supposed to enter i have a word for you in the name of jesus my god my god my god thank you holy spirit of jesus thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit so i want you to get ready just jump in quickly guys immediately we restart this session because i'm not gonna be there for long i just want to pray with a few more people while the the river is still flowing i just want to pray for a few people while the river is still flowing thank you holy spirit my god my god my god my god La brazosha tandika vila bazonda balaya trepa kusadabai. Thank you, Spirit of the Father. Thank you, Spirit of the Father. Thank you. Thank you, Spirit of the Father. Thank you, Spirit of the Father. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Spirit of the Living God. Mando robokosa dabai. In the name of Jesus. 
in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. Oh, we love you, Lord Jesus.